Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Welcome into Strategic Planning Podcast, folks, episode number 100. Mike and I have been doing quite a few of these, so lots of good content, hopefully, for you along the way to help you with your thought process and getting to and through retirement. And since it's episode 100, Mike and I are going to shake it up a little bit and maybe get a little controversial on Mm. a topic, uh, why you should not invest in a 401k is today's podcast. Mike, how's it going, my friend? It's going great, but that's a little scary. I mean, you know, some of these people are going to think we've gone off the rails here. Yeah, we're going to shake it up a little bit. Now, Mike, don't get us wrong. It's it's a, it's a fantastic vehicle. And in many cases, maybe it's the best option you have. However, there are a lot of other things out there, and there are maybe some reasons and situations why it's not optimal to dump all of your money into a 401k, all of your retirement, like you're paying your future self money, or maybe maybe none at all. So we're going to cover a few places why that might be the case. So join us on this thought-provoking uh, episode as we kind of dissect a few reasons why maybe it's not the best solution for you. All right, so we're going to start with uh, I'm going to start with I'm going to change the order a little bit, Mike. I'm going to start with just simply if your employer does not offer matching contributions, right? Then what's the point? You're not getting the free money. There's got to be better vehicles out there for you to to invest in for or to to put funds in for retirement. Yeah, typically uh, you're limited in the uh, types and um, scope of the funds in uh, 401k plans. Right. Yeah. Employers are not experts. They're not financial advisors and they won't give you financial advice. But then, you know, there's all kind of reasons they pick the lineup they do. It could be the advisor that they're talking to or it could just be their own uh, biases. Could be the rate that they're getting is a better rate or whatever, you know. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what what the reason is? But. It's so often um, I find that the, it's it's just lacking in in terms of covering all the different asset classes that you want to be exposed to yeah. and so forth. So, and if there's you know, no free money, there's, there's no, no free matching. Money, why? What's the point? Outside on your own. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And it's open up a Roth IRA, can a traditional IRA. Yep. Uh, there may be other avenues. Uh, obviously, if you want to save more in a tax favored manner mm-hmm. than what you do outside. Uh, you know, if you max those things out, then, you know, you could take a look at going into the 401k, even without a match, yeah. but right. uh, you want to do that with some advice because it may be best to do that in a Roth type yeah, 401k right. rather than a traditional. And we'll talk about some more of that. So that's kind of, to me, was like the kind of the big reason as to wait, wait, Maybe why to just say, okay, yeah, that's just not even for me at all. Now, the rest of these, I think, could be a conversation on doing a portion uh, into Mm -hmm. your 401k because the company does offer a match. So let's kind of treat the rest of these, Mike, as though that's the case. They do offer a match, but there's some other reasons why maybe that's where we stop. So, for example, uh, an emergency fund. Let's start there. If you are getting the match, and let's say you're putting in 12% of your paycheck, uh, every week or biweekly or monthly, whatever it is that you get paid, you, mm-hmm. you're putting in 12% into your 401k, but you have like 500 bucks set aside for cash and an emergency fund. Well, that's probably not good. So maybe rather than putting that much, that 12%, and maybe only five is what you need to get the company match, maybe pay, pairing that back and building up your emergency fund is not a bad idea. Yes. That is exactly right. The chances are also that you're not getting matched on that full 12%. No, of course not. Probably five, right? Six percent. Six, right. Yeah. Whatever. And it may be, may not be dollar for dollar, but you, you know, you 
typically want to get the full amount of the employer's match because, again, it's free money, so right, to speak. Right. But um, if you do not have the mercy fund, what's going to probably happen? Because, uh, as they say, if uh, if, it, if it can go wrong, it will. What is that, Murphy's Law? Yep, Murphy's um, Law, right. You're going to have to come in there and pull money out, pay a penalty if you're under 59 exactly. and a half. And pay taxes on the money and have it taken out of the plan, possibly at a bad time. I was going to say, yeah, possibly during a down market, right? So down now it's like a triple market. whammy. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you, you don't want to be dependent on the 401k for your emergencies. You want to have that separately funded. So yeah. you might pull back. And um, if you're like the example you gave, if you're putting 12% in, 10%, whatever, and you're only getting matched on six or five, pull back to that five or six, put the amount you've been putting into the 401k plan into your savings for yeah. an emergency and, and build it up to three to six months of your uh, expenses. Yeah. Yep. And then go back uh, to putting more money in, into these things. But again, like we were talking about before, put in what you need to get the free money. And then I look at doing something outside if, if it's available to you and, and yeah. there's always something available. Well, um, so. and to that point, somebody might say, well, yeah, Mike, that's great, but I'm putting, I'm, I'm not putting as much away for future retirement and I'm putting it in my savings account to build up that emergency fund. And they're not paying diddly, even with right. the interest rates ticking up, you know, savings accounts still don't pay a whole lot. And again, we're only talking about shoring up the emergency fund. Then you can now look at that extra money and say, of it being that twelve percent, and you're you know you're putting some of that extra someplace else uh, in another kind of a future vehicle for retirement, like my next one to talk about, which is if you're worried about future tax increases, maybe doing a traditional four hundred one k is not ideal. So maybe right. you're taking portion of that. Let's take say again that twelve percent. You scale it back down to the six because that's what the company match is, and you take the other six and stick it in a Roth, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. If you've got the uh, the emergency fund handled, and then a Roth is a great place to do that. And you know, the majority of people uh, they are able to do a Roth outside of their four hundred one k. In addition to participating in four hundred one k, if your income's up over around two hundred twenty thousand dollars a year, then you can. Right, but right. You can always do what's called a backdoor Roth, and I won't get into the details. But you know, it's something that you can do. Where it's easy and it's legal. That. We should say that, right? <laughs> yeah, sixty five hundred to seventy five hundred, depending on your age. If you're over fifty, it's seventy five hundred this year. If you're fifty or under fifty, mm-hmm. uh, it's sixty five hundred this year. Into uh, get it into a Roth after just a, a little step that your advisor can help. Yeah, you. and this so, is the point of that one would be going into some sort of an account where future tax increases will hopefully not be levied against you, right? So if you're staying in the traditional 401k, uh, when you hit RMD age, when you're 75, for people that were born, you know, like me that are 50, you know, when you hit 75, you got to pull this money out. It's a big old tax time bomb. So if you start managing the taxes now while you know what the rates are, and we've talked about this to our blue in the face, then that might help you. So again, another reason maybe why not to max out the 401k and look, you know, in a different area. Now, Mike, more and more companies are now offering, and the Secure Act 2.0 has increased this ability. More and more companies are now starting to offer Roth 401ks, and that might be the ideal best solution because the income limitations have changed or changed on that, and you really can sock away some money, but also from a tax future standpoint. Yes, right. That's exactly right. So not a bad idea to consider that if it's on the table at your company. 
the Secure Act 2.0, I believe that's not part of – I don't think it officially rolls out on that end of it until like 24, I think. 24, right, yeah. 2000. But mm-hmm. as, it, as it's coming down the pike, it certainly could be something to talk about with your, your oh, advisor absolutely. and your company and your HR department. Yeah. Um, okay. Another reason to maybe not have money in a 401k is, well, Mike, if, if you no longer work there, but your money's still there, <laughs> yeah. maybe not a good idea, right? There's better right. ways to do this. Yeah, I'm helping some people right now with uh, some situations where they've got several former employers where they have 401k balances, uh, some significant, actually. Mm, Yeah. And they've not been looking at it. It's not been rebalanced. Uh, Some of the investments have been changed because mutual fund companies are constantly doing away with funds that are underperform and rolling them into others. And uh, so they can hide that performance and you don't know how bad it's been doing and you get stuck in these uh, standard uh, portfolios if you're not uh, uh, on top of it with the former employer. And, uh, you know, there's some limitations to what you can do. It's, it's better to get it into your own control, get it diversified and, and handled properly so that you, um, again, taking advantage of the time you've got until you're going to use it and manage it uh, to the uh, you know best options that you have so that you right. can maximize your, your investments and your retirement income later on. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and why leave those orphan 401ks or stray 401ks behind? Because it comes back to control. As and yeah, just today I was talking with someone uh, where we were, we're trying to get one of those things that totally forgot about, didn't mm. even know it was out there. Yeah. Been retired for, I don't know, 10 years now. Mm, and wow. uh, all of a sudden, and and haven't been taking RMDs on it because didn't even know it existed. Oh, yeah. We got a few things to straighten out there with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's some added extra stuff that you don't want to have to deal with. So uh, yeah. consolidate, shore them up, right? right. Certainly a good reason to, to maybe make that move. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mike, you kind of touched on this one a little bit earlier, but if you know, or if you think there's a possibility or a strong possibility that you're going to have to access uh, this account before the full retirement, before you hit the the correct numbers in order to not be penalized, again, yeah. might be a reason to look in another style, another type of account for your future self so that you're not paying those withdrawal penalties. Yeah, different companies, uh, plans, in different employers have various provisions in their plan document that allow for different reasons to take money out of the plan, to be able to roll it over to your own IRA or just to withdraw and some don't. And uh, so if you, if your plan doesn't have a certain provision uh, in, built into their, their document, uh, you may not be able to access it the way you want to. And uh, so if you're taking money out and, and you're doing it on a hardship withdrawal, if you're doing uh, that before 59 and a half, you're going to pay a tax penalty. Mm-hmm. If you're taking it out because you're gone from the employer, uh, there's 20% withholding of taxes, whether you're over 50 or under 59 and a half or under 59 and a half. There's all kinds of reasons why you don't want to be doing that. And unfortunately, uh, you know, the governance, they've, I mean, it's your money. You don't want to have it locked up, but right. they've made it easy to get to it and pay them for your ease of getting to it. Yeah. So you want to avoid that by having the other things in place, like the emergency fund and others, uh, you know, living within your means so that you're not having to do that kind of stuff uh, from your retirement funds. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so basically my last one here, Mike, to, to wrap it up is, is really it all, I mentioned it earlier, control. To me, it all comes back to control. You could roll any of these reasons to maybe not fully invest in a 401k other than to get the match as a conversation about control by going into other avenues. And again, unless it's maybe a Roth 401k, if your company provides that, that changes the conversation a little bit. Uh, But 
for other than that, it's really about control. So it may be, you know, like you mentioned earlier, limited options or whatever the case is. But there's often people want to have more control over their their funds. Yeah. And, and, and the reason you want to have control is so that you can get it allocated among various asset classes to maximize your return. Yeah. Not get caught by being uh, into certain sectors too heavy or, or what have you, because there's limited options within your 401k plan. Yeah. And consolidation um, could help control fees. Consolidation right? too. Yeah. You get into multiple em- former employers and, and so forth or multiple fund families and you find that they're all buying the same stuff. So you're not as diversified as you might think you are by owning a bunch of different funds. Yeah. They're buying the whole the same things within those funds. Yep. So. Oh yeah, I was just talking with another uh, advisor earlier today, Mike, on the other side of the country, and he was telling a story about some clients, some new clients that just came in for a conversation, and um, they they were well off as far as their finances, they were in good shape. But they, when he started looking at their their um, some of the diversifications, they had nine different. Uh, ETFs and mutual funds with the exact same thing. And he's like, you're, you're basically, you're just paying for this multiple times because when, right. when that, that sector, large cap, for example, when that took a hit, you know, if it was heavy in tech uh, and they went down 30%, well, all nine of these accounts went down 30%. Plus you're paying the fees on top of it. So consolidation right. may be, and true diversification may be cleaned up in one fell swoop. Yes, it, 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 exactly. Yeah. And, and that's some of the dangers of the things we've been talking about uh, with having plans uh, with various employers from past uh, employment activity mm-hmm. uh, hanging out there. So, yeah, get them, get them consolidated, get them managed so that you yeah. can uh, get the best out of what you've got. And I didn't touch on this, but, you know, the 401k, again, we're talking about reasons to maybe not fully go crazy in one um, target date funds, just real quickly, same thing. If control is the conversation, maybe a target date fund is, isn't the place that you want to be. It's easy. Uh, it's low-hanging fruit. I get it. And, and again, if this is your only investment vehicle, then do something for yourself and your retirement. Absolutely. By you know putting money into the 401k, definitely getting the company match. But sometimes the target date funds also get people in a little bit of a, a pickle because they feel as though that it's a safer option. Uh, and there's a bit of a misnomer there. They tend to have some fees as, and uh, and they don't pare down the risk as much as we think they do. So Right. And the managers don't necessarily adhere to their uh, mandate. Uh, they they will you know, actively manage these things and start thinking that they know what the market's going to do or what certain companies are going to do. And they start moving things around at the wrong time. And yeah. uh, again, nobody can predict the future. And these folks that do make their decisions based on that sometimes can get themselves into a mess. So Absolutely. So there you go. A little controversial, sort of, not too big, but on our 100th episode here on strategic planning uh, as to reasons why to maybe consider not investing in a 401k and going someplace else. Now, we didn't say to not save money for retirement because that would be silly. So you absolutely still need to be doing that. You just want to find the right vehicle and the best option for you. And maybe that is for many people that might be putting money into the 401k and getting the match. Of course, with the Secure Act changes, as we mentioned earlier, more uh, companies will now start to have, as they roll this out, will have the ability to do matching dollars in a Roth t- uh, account as well. So that could be something to have on the radar as well uh, if you're looking at that tax focus and some of the things we covered. But as always, you want to talk with a qualified professional, someone like Mike, uh, who is a financial coach of 45 plus years uh, in the industry to see how this, you know, things we talk about on this show or any other might affect your specific unique situation. 
that's where strategic planning comes into play, and that's where Mike comes into play. So reach out to him online at spcinvesting.com. That's spcinvesting.com, or call him at 336-668-4338. Mike, thanks for hanging out, buddy. I hope you have a great week. Thank you, and I appreciate the uh, 100th uh, podcast, Mark. Thanks for all the work you've done on it. Absolutely, and, I, and thanks for the listeners and everybody else. We certainly appreciate it. Yeah, Mike and Al, sure yeah, we'll be back with more here uh, on strategic planning. So don't forget to subscribe. Find us on Apple, Google, or Spotify. Just type in strategic planning. Uh, Mike probably sends this out in his newsletter as well. You can click on it that way, or just stop by the website, spcinvesting.com. Lots of good tools, tips, and resources there. We'll catch you next time. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.